What's going on, all you nostalgic Conan the Barbarians? <laughs> I'm your host, Corbin Andrews, and join next to me is uh, the man who uh, doesn't know good movies when it slaps him in the face, Christian Flincham. Hello, and yes, I do know good movies. Uh, and some bad okay. ones. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You really, you really convinced everyone. And we have Kendra. Hi. Across the way. We're back to normal, Kendra. We're back to normal. You're back across the way. Christian I'm not by myself. Is we now are I have someone again. that can check me as I browse unfortunately me and christian are back together guys what is your temperature currently where you reside uh like 69. outside yes christian was that a sex joke <laughs> no it's our favorite uh, temperature of the I house can't, here, let me tell you in a minute it's probably it's 89 89 oh, okay we're at our, 80 81 but it feels like 85 oh our only 66 percent humidity which kind of blows my our, mind our house is at a 68 right now. Oh, man, I would kill. Oh, nice. Yeah, Kendra, I don't know conditioning. what I'm going to do after I record this podcast and not have to wipe off the sweat from my brow. Yeah. So It's been like last so week. hot. It's been very hot. Yeah. It was uh it really blows my mind that nobody in the north values AC. Well, it's just it's only like this for like a month. So, and then we're back to cold. That is still a month too long without I I am with you, but I'm just saying. That is correct. That people are just like, I would just deal with this for like a month and then we'll go back to normal. And I was dying. Anyway, Kendra, what's your elf I seen? Legolas, what's your elf I seen? Uh, several things. So we finished Veep. Uh, this week, um, really good ending because uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus's character is such a horrible person. She's just like the worst person, and I feel like the ending just shows that, and then shows it's it's kind of a I don't know it's kind of a tragic ending, but I I thought it was really good. Like, I thought it was really well done. So, uh, I miss it. I'm sad we don't have any more to watch. We went to the movies and we saw yesterday the Beatles... What if the Beatles suddenly didn't exist, but one guy remembers all their songs? Is that Um, really what it's about? Yeah. That's the... the, (laughs) You didn't even know what it was about. You just didn't want to see it. Correct. So the premise is that this uh, this guy uh, is a musician, but he's not doing very well. And then one night, like, all the lights go out in the entire world for a second, and he gets hit by a bus. Um, and the lights then come back on, but he is then the only person. He figures out that no one remembers the Beatles except for him. And so then he decides to play their music because no one remembers... That, that they're the ones who wrote it. Stupid. Uh, I actually, it was really I've good. Seen that trailer. <laughs> yeah. I um, honestly, in the trailer, I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. I was like, "What is happening?" I don't. They didn't the do purpose. a good job. They didn't do a good job of explaining that. I I think they did. So you must not have just been paying. Kendra, attention. that's it. I'm done. <laughs> um. So anyway, I th- it's a very it's a really feel good film like and if you i feel like your mileage varies depending on how in love with the beatles you are for instance i love the beatles so for me it's it's basically like two hours of them being like the beatles are the best thing that's ever happened to this earth aren't they and for me i'm like yes they are but for eric he's not there at all so he was kind of like ugh through the whole thing. So if you love the Beatles, I think you'll love it. If not, you might have some issues with it, but I, I enjoyed it. It's a very good film. I thought so. Um, I'm still only two episodes into stranger things. So sorry guys, 
If you want to talk about really it, I'll, I'll just I'll take my headphones off. Or you can no. just wait until next week, and then we can talk about it. We'll, we'll just wait. wait three weeks from now right. to talk about it. At I, this right, Kim. <laughs> I finished reading Why Not Me by Mindy Kaling, and I've started reading her other book, which actually came first. I read them out of order, uh, which is it, Is Everyone Hanging Out Without Me? Um, and I decided to try watching the Mindy Project again because I watched it a while ago and didn't think it was fun. Like, I didn't like it at all. So I started it from the beginning and it's really funny. So I don't know why I didn't like it the first time I watched it, Um, but I'm watching that now. Uh, And that's gotten me off The Office for a little bit because every spare second I feel like I've been watching The Office. So... Um, so I'm still reading Is Everyone Hanging Out Without Me in my uh, endeavor to read all the books by people who were in the office and really liked Why Not Me and I'm li- really liking that one so far. And then uh, for a book club at my local library, I am reading for it's a YA for adults book club and the theme of their summer reading program is like space outer space so we're reading uh the loneliest girl in the universe by lauren james which is about a girl is on she's on this big spaceship on a mission to colonize a new earth um and she ends up by herself like everyone she's with ends up dying um and she ends up having to pilot the mission and get it there on her own um, and a lot of other stuff goes on too. Um, I'm only like halfway through it, but I'm liking it so far. So nice. Yeah, that's it for me. Um, well, I'll just go ahead and talk because I don't think that Christian has a lot to contribute. Could be wrong, but um, <laughs> I don't so know that much. <laughs> I finished Stranger Things. Um, I'll just go ahead and say that. Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. No. What? I, uh, uh, I liked it better than season two. The first couple episodes, I think, are slow, but I, I don't think you necessarily care. Um, but once it kind of picks up, it really picks up. And um, I thought they did a really good job of, of doing it. And I like where it's going. So I'll just leave it there. Um, and then and I watched I Shocked the World. And watched a stand-up comedy, Adam what? Devine. Oh, did you? And yeah, I liked it. It was funny. That's it. I will not watch it five times like Christian, but I thought it was funny. I thought he did a good job. He, uh, I laughed a good amount. So <laughs> that's that's really all that you can do. I love that stand-up special so much. And then I shocked the world again, and just sat in the living room while Christian watched Dave Chappelle and I laughed. Dave Chappelle is funny. funny. Yeah. Dave Chappelle's hilarious. Dave Chappelle's like impersonation of white people is so freaking funny (laughs) to me. So, so I enjoyed it very much. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, that's probably as much of stand-up comedy that I'll enjoy is like, it made me laugh. It was good, but I will not go back to it or linger on it or anything. So, right before recording but, just now, we were watching uh, John Mulaney's "Kid Gorgeous." Uh, which oh yeah, I've seen that one. So funny. Anyway, um, John Mulaney is pretty funny. I love John Mulaney so much. I like him in Big Mouth, which is a funny <laughs> show. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then, after I finished Stranger Things, perfect timing. New season of All or Nothing, an Amazon original, basically follows a football team through a whole season. This year, they picked the Carolina Panthers. Oh snap! Yep. So we got to see we get to see some Cam. Cam. We get to see some some G Reg with the third leg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we. So I've only I only watched the first episode, but it's enjoyable. I mean, the season as a whole was disappointing, but it's always fun to uh, to kind of see more of the people behind the uh, behind the the face mask, if you will. 
Um, so it's always fun to kind of see them as people interacting as teammates and that kind of stuff. And then the comment that I made at the beginning of the show of Christian doesn't know a good movie if it slaps him in the face because we watched Conan the Barbarian, 1982. Oh, I thought Arnold the Schwarzenegger. New one. <laughs> no, God, no, that's a bad movie. And James Earl Jones. And boy, is it as cheesy and as bad acted and as really bad action as it ever been. And I loved every second of it while Christian just mocked it. <laughs> you know, I've sat through a fair share of really bad, really bad acted, really bad, uh, like, designs of monsters and aliens for Christian and his stupid horror movies. And Christian proceeds to crucify this movie as, like, the goofiest thing. But let me tell you, if you've never seen House or House 2 or House 3... <laughs> we never watched House 3. I've seen all of them. We watched all of them. I don't think there's a All the ones that you have we watched. I think it's just two. Vampires? Yeah, vampires. We watched John that. That's, that is... Anyway... <laughs> um, it real honestly, it really is stupid, but I love everything about it. So James Earl Jones has really long hair in this movie. James Earl Jones is one of the greatest actors of all time, Christian. And um, he turns into a snake. Honestly, spoiler alert! <laughs> everything, everything that James Earl Jones says, uh, he could read a grocery list and make it sound like the greatest thing you've ever heard so yeah every bit of dialogue i like his dialogue it's just like funny seeing him with like long yeah, hair the hair's really stupid he but... looks bizarre with long hair. yeah this was arnold in his prime so his his arms are literally bigger than my thighs so it was good i enjoyed it christian do you have anything to add um, anything constructive yeah uh conan barbarian uh you know, it was what it was. I enjoyed it for what it was. Very constructive. And uh, so we have a friend, John, who quotes this movie a lot. And now I know what he's talking about after all these years. <laughs> yeah. So When he says the purpose of life is to hear the lamentations of the women, Christian now gets it. I now get it. Yes. Um, yeah, Dave Chappelle in the heart of Texas. That's a, a, a great stand-up. Um, uh, we watched that last night, and then I finished Stranger Things, so when Kendra finishes it, we'll talk about that. And I haven't really watched much else. Guess okay. what? Guess what? what? I forgot to mention what? three things. <laughs> three? Three. I was about to say, this is like a record-breaking <laughs> short. Um. So last night... Last night we watched Aquaman because Eric's family's in town and they hadn't seen it. Um, I really liked it more this time than when we saw it in theaters. Uh, Is it because you weren't talking through the whole that's, thing? That's what Eric said, even though we didn't talk <laughs> through the whole thing. I know. He literally said that we did that the whole movie, and I do not remember at all. Uh, yeah, so I I think it's a solid, I think it's a solid movie. Um, we watched this thing on Netflix that has... Um, the guy who plays Hopper in Stranger Things. It's called... Oh, that Frankenstein? Yeah, it's called Frankenstein's Monsters Monster Frankenstein. <laughs> uh, Is it good? Well, Eric Eric liked it more than I did. It's pretty funny. I mean, it's just like a 30-minute thing about this play about Frankenstein. It's pretty funny. Um, I, I didn't laugh as much as Eric did, but... Um, I'd say I'd say it's worth a while. I mean, it's only thirty minutes, um, and it's yeah, oh, okay. it's pretty funny. Um, and thirdly, neither of you mentioned we watched the British Grand Prix this week. Oh, Kidra! Have we not? Did we not talk? We about didn't. That? Kidra, no, it happened that's great. last week. Uh, tell me what oh. you th- tell me what you think. Um, it was for little- those who don't know. Me and Christian just got into it. First race Kendra ever watched. Tell us your thoughts, Kendra. Uh, it was it was a lot more exciting than I thought it was going to be. Like, because when I think of racing, I think of NASCAR, and that is just not exciting to me at all. But they they're not like the track is more exciting, and they're not mm-hmm. all like right together. 
And I mean, there were several like crashes and stuff. Yes. Um, so it was, it was exciting to watch. Yeah, it was, uh, we've had about two or three really good races. And which... the British announcers, I feel like make it <laughs> that much, that much better. Yeah. It's, uh, it was a good race. I mean, our boy Verstappen kind of got cheated from getting podium, but yeah, that sucked. because of, because Vettel ran into the back of him, but it is what it is. So, so where Charles does that put Claire, Verstappen in the long run? He's still in the long run. He's third in the standings. He's still third. So, okay. Yeah. So it's it actually helped him get separate in points from uh, Vettel, but it still is disappointing not to get podium. So um, it is what it is. But it was a good race. I mean. The battle between Verstappen and Leclerc is just so exciting, and it's really good for the sport. I mean, in a sport where a team is really dominating one and two, it's great that we're getting a battle between uh, two young drivers. I mean, they're I think they're 21, um, and so they'll be in the sport for a while. So, Kendra, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I mean, you said this is a lot more exciting than NASCAR, which it is. I mean, it's a lot more breaking. And, I mean, NASCAR is just a giant oval. Right. Uh, where this is. And NASCAR, I mean, it has its – it has its. Uh, it is a very hard thing. To, you can't just hop in and do it. Uh, but this is a lot more exciting. A lot, I think a lot more chances. It's to more kind of, like a go-kart race. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, I uh... I enjoyed it as well. Couldn't believe that uh, I was I couldn't believe that Vettel ran into Verstappen, but uh, it was at yeah, least it was he, really you know, I mean, he apologized and took responsibility. Yeah, Vettel. I mean, Vettel's a class act. So, so he, I mean, he immediately went up Verstappen and said it was his fault, and I mean, that's really all you can ask for. But um, it was unfortunate. So, yeah, but so yeah, it happens. Yep. That's that's the sport. It's crazy that he was still able to finish in fifth, though. I was after getting was like blown. knocked out of the gravel. Kendra, Kendra literally said, "I got to get ready for church. Uh, come get me on lap 50." And I said, "Okay." And as soon as she turned the corner, yeah, it happened, and I screamed really loud. So, <laughs> so Red Bull's doing good this year, though. I think I think it's going to be a positive. Yeah, year. yeah, for sure. I mean, I think switching to the Honda engine has really benefited them from And people from are, last are year. talking a lot of crap about Gasly, but I mean, he's not he's, he I has mean, a, he is far away from like the Ferrari guys. Yeah. But he's still There's a huge gap between Leclerc uh, and Gasly. Leclerc has 120 and Gasly has 55, so Yeah. But anyway, Kendra. Yes. Break us off a piece. Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. It's a cat food. Nailed it. All right. Here's the fancy feast for the week, the nostalgia news. Um, couple bits of information about the live-action Little Mermaid. I don't think we mentioned it, but they, they've picked who's going to be Ariel. I, can't, I don't know if, it's, if you pronounce her name Hallie or if it's Hale. It's H A L L E. It's not Halle Berry. It's Halle Bailey. Um, wow, that's really close. It is. Um, she is an R and B singer. She's part of the group Chloe and Halle. Um, anyway, they picked her to play Ariel. Um, but now, uh, Harry Styles is in talks to play Prince Eric, and Javier Bardem is in talks to play King Triton. Thoughts on those selections? Javier Bardem is from many, many things. Can, is he the uh, he was, Last Jedi? Uh, Sicario. Oh, oh, no, he wasn't in Sicario. The, Not Sicario. This guy. He's no the, country. No, no country, country for old men. Guy. Yes, yes. And and Skyfall, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like him as an actor. So fine. Uh, I do not care about Little Mermaid. So also fine. Harry Styles I thought was actually really good in Dunkirk, way back in the day. Um, so fine. But and, yeah, I don't know this other. The, I don't know the. Yeah, Harry Styles. Harry Styles was good in uh, Dunkirk. 
I mean, he was like the fifth lead, so it wasn't, but it was still surprising to go. His first thing was a war movie. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I'm fine with it. I have no problems. Don't really care about the little mermaid. Don't really care about the live action stuff. Um, but Kidder, I really care about this piece of news that you brought to us. Thank you. So I'm glad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so speaking of selections, um, this was kind of a big deal this week and we're not going to get political here, but Actress Lashada Lynch has been chosen not to play James Bond, which is what I was confused about. She has been chosen in this next movie to be 007. So did you guys see the one, the latest one? What's it called? (laughs) Spectre? Is that the latest one? Yeah. So, you know, at the end, spoiler alert for Spectre, he like goes into retirement. Mm -hmm. So in the, in this new movie that's going to come out, he's in retirement, so they've chosen her to be 007, but he's going to come out of retirement for another mission. So as I was talking to Eric about this, um, he, and he tends to, he's a good person to talk to about movies, but he was like, he, he said he'll be surprised if they like pick her forever going forward. Because Barbara Broccoli has said like James Bond isn't they're not going to like gender swap James Bond. So I don't I think it's it might be just for this movie they've chosen her as 007, but people are freaking out about it. So Well, I, that's fine. I think that if that's I was confused too cuz I had heard different things like she she was just cast in the movie, she's not cast as James Bond, but all this stuff so I was confused. She's My, not James Bond, and he yes. is still like the lead in the new right. movie. My yeah. pick f- will forever be Idris Elba to be the next Double He doesn't seven. want to do it. Well, he's an idiot because he's gonna <laughs> do it. Because I'm gonna make him. <laughs> I he would be. I love Idris Elba. So, but the thing about James Bond is he is the epitome of everything, man. So. He just blows stuff up and then he hooks up with girls, which is a man trait. So, <laughs> sorry about it, but I just uh, I, if that's if that's the route they go, where she's the next 007 and it's a different character, that's I think one that, thing. I think that'd be strange. I think it would be too. I don't. I don't think, think, I don't that think that's they're going to do that. I don't think that's good for the I think the it's going to confuse people or and even, people won't see or, it. <laughs> I mean, just from a movie standpoint, yeah. I, but, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't think that that's a good move in general for... Uh, that's why I think for, it's just for this movie. Like, he's yeah. going to come out of beti- retirement and be like, hey, give me my job back. So, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But anyway, that was announced this week. Um, Sir Paul McCartney has announced that he is going to write a musical, uh, his first ever musical, and he is going to adapt It's a Wonderful Life into a musical. Are you guys a fan of It's a Wonderful Life? Uh, yeah, I like it, all right. Am I a fan? Yeah, I've seen it once or twice, so I like it. It's not my favorite Christmas movie. I know it's a lot of people's favorites, but, uh. If you want to hear our favorite Christmas movies, you can go back and listen to our Christmas favorites episode. Um, but I I like it. And if Paul McCartney is, I, I'm behind anything Paul McCartney does. So all for it. Christy Carlson Romano news, you guys. Jeez, it's been a while. Here we go. So yesterday. Getting back to our roots. As of, rec- <laughs> as of we're the day we're recording yesterday was the 50th anniversary of the moon landing. Uh, and so Christy Carlson Romano recreated, we went to the moon. She made like a whole new video with the same people from even Stevens, uh, in celebration. So you can go on YouTube and watch that if you are so inclined. Wow, she really is an American treasure. I'm glad her. she has just embraced like what she... we love about her and what yeah. she's done. Um, 
So the Emmy nominations came out. I think I'll save that for extra credit so we can talk a little bit longer about those. So if you want to hear about Emmy nominations and our thoughts on that, stay till the end. Uh, But I'll end news with this week is uh, San Diego Comic-Con. And last night, Marvel announced its phase four stuff. So are you ready? Uh, Yeah, but I got some trailers on to talk about after okay um so they have announced a new blade movie starring mahershala ali oh i'm 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 for that that's pretty exciting that is uh that's tbd uh black widow movie is gonna come out may 1st of 2020 my girl my girl florence Pugh is in that from midsummer Oh yeah, and Black Widow. Black Widow oh, is yeah. uh, Scarlett Johansson, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. they announced, which we already we already kind of knew this, but uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier show is going to be on their Disney Plus app, and that's going to come out fall of 2020. Um, then another new movie, The Eternals, uh, with Angelina Jolie, Richard Madden, uh, Kamal uh, Nanjiani. Uh, Lauren Ridolph, Brian Tyree Henry, Selma Hayek, Leah McHugh, and Don Lee will come out November sixth, twenty twenty. Kendra, the you had you had me at Richard Madden. I know, yeah. Um, so. Another movie, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, is going to come out February twelfth of twenty twenty one. That is going to star Simu Liu. Aquafina, Tony Leung. Um, I don't really know much about Shang-Chi. Eric does, uh, but I do not. WandaVision is a show that's going to be on Disney Plus coming out spring of 2021. Loki, the Loki show, uh, is going to come out spring of 2021 on Disney Plus. The next Doctor Strange movie is going to be called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, May 7th, 2021. And that is going to have Doctor Strange, but also Elizabeth Olsen is going to be in it. She plays uh, the Scarlet Witch. So she's going to be in that. What If, which I believe is, yes, the first animated series um, is going to be on Disney+. And that is like, what if Superman, whatever, or not Superman, it's Marvel. What if, it's, it's a bunch of like, what if this had happened instead of this? And it's going to be an animated show. Um, Hawkeye show, I think. Yes, Hawkeye show, fall of 2021. Um, the next Thor movie is going to be Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, November 5th, 2021. Uh, Chris Hemsworth, Tessa Thompson. And a big announcement is that Natalie Portman is going to be the new Thor. So this is a what? this is a thing from the comics that her character is becomes Thor. Um, this surprises me because Natalie Portman like has talked about how she did not like being in Thor. She didn't want to be in any more Thor stuff, but now she's going to be Thor. So I don't know. Weird. We'll see how that works. Uh, but Taika Waititi is back to direct. Uh, Christian. That's... Oh, Taikawa. <laughs> <laughs> and that's going to be November 5th, 2021. Uh, and I think that is it. So a lot of Marvel stuff coming out. If you've been wondering what's coming after Endgame and Spider-Man. Mm. Any thoughts on any of that? Well, uh, no, but <laughs> as far as I have no thoughts or cares. Um, but as far as other trailers, uh, we got... Our first Top Gun Maverick. Oh yeah, I didn't trailer. watch that. Um, I'm in. Tom Cruise being Tom Cruise still. They're apparently bringing it back. Iceman Val Kilmer, John Mariska Hamm's Hardity. in it. Val Kilmer. Uh, I hate that Miles Teller's in it, but Ed Harris is in it. Oh, that's so cool. you know you you take what you can get. So. Uh, I was very excited about it. Um, I'll, I'll definitely be there opening night. Um, and then Kendra's favorite 
uh, movie that's going to come out, It Chapter 2. Yeah, I uh, saw there was a new trailer for that, and I definitely yeah, and, did not watch it. Oh, boy. It was actually, it was a really good trailer. Um, not as terrifying as the first one they showed us with the naked grandma, but uh, this was very scary still. Um, and it was good. It, it definitely made me uh, excited for... Chastain and McAvoy and Bill Hader, so I'm uh, I'm pumped for it, um, and I probably won't sleep for a week after. So yeah. that's exciting. Good luck with that. And then the final one that I cared about was The King's Man, uh, which is oh, a did that trailer come out? Yeah, oh, which wow. is a prequel to The Kingsman. Kingsman. Which I really enjoyed the first one. I thought the first one was a fun movie. Um, and then the second one was kind of disappointing. So I'm excited. It's got Ralph Fiennes in it. It's got Char- Charles Dance, a.k.a. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lannister. Lannister. Oh! Uh, oh, I'll, I'll talk about that later. Because so we're talking about Emmy noms later. Never mind. Aaron Taylor Johnson. So it should be good. I'm excited. Hopefully it will be good, um, but I guess it, if it if it doesn't do good, I would assume that this would be it for it. So, so yeah. All right. That's all I got. That's all I got. Nice. Yeah, I didn't watch any of those. Drop the ball. Wow, what a disappointment you are. All right, like nostalgia this. of the week. So anyway, Christian, what is our nostalgia of the week? Our nostalgia of the week is going to be Rocky. Oh. That's what I know about Rocky. Yeah, Corinne informed me after I had chosen this that you didn't watch Rocky. That's all right. I didn't had not seen Rocky, but I was like, I've chosen stuff you haven't seen. Committed to my path. (laughs) So. Uh, so you've never seen any of the Rocky movies, is I, that correct? I've seen... No, I think I've seen one. I think I saw... Is there a fourth one? Did you see the one with... Uh, did you see the one with the Russian? Where, with uh, Ivan Drago? Yeah, where he's like the blonde hair guy. No, I saw the one where he, he's like really old. Oh, yeah. Rocky Balboa? Yeah, Rocky Balboa. It's just called Balboa. Uh, I'm looking at it right now, and it says Rocky Balboa. It's called Balboa. Okay, whatever. I saw that one. Kendra. But I don't remember anything Uh, about it, so. Gotcha. That's actually the only Rocky movie I haven't seen, (laughs) is the Rocky Balboa one. Oh, I guess it is called Rocky Balboa. Ha. Yeah. I don't know why I never saw that one. Just never got around to it, I guess. It's the second to worst one, I think. For real? Yeah. I'll, t- I'll, I'll give you my order later. Okay. Um, well, I guess we'll start off with the story of Rocky. So It's an amazing story, so you better get it right. Yeah. So Rocky's a... Uh, basically, Sylvester Stallone was a pretty much unknown actor. Uh, he was in The Lords of the Flatbush which apparently had some minor success. Um, and that was in, I believe, 1974. Yeah, 1974. Um, and uh, what's funny about that movie is, is it's got Fonzie in it. <laughs> it's basically like uh, Harry Wynn, who is Fonzie in The Happy Days. Um, but they're basically like a, a, like a Grease gang type thing. Um but anyway, he had some minor success in that, and then after uh, decided, basically, I mean, he was still broke, so he decided that it was uh, time to move to California. And uh, when he moved to California, he wasn't getting any roles, so he started. Uh, he was basically just, you know, living the poor life in California, and uh, he went to see a Muhammad Ali fight uh chuck wetner and while he was there he saw a man called the bayon bleeder fight the greatest fighter who ever lived and for uh one brief moment the supposed stumble of them turned out to be magnificent he lasted and knocked down the champ um and he said if i thought this wasn't a metaphor for life and then he wrote a story uh he wrote the script after seeing that fight uh as inspiration for rocky Stallone. Um, 
Yeah. Oh. So he wrote this script for Rocky himself. Oh, I didn't know and, that. And, uh, yeah, the basically the studios didn't want to cast Rocky because he – or cast Sylvester Stallone <laughs> because he was uh, pretty much unknown as an actor at this point. Um, but he stuck to his guns and eventually, uh, instead of settling for selling the script – uh, they eventually caved in and let him be Rocky in the first Rocky movie. And uh, that's what started the thing. And the world was never Then it the was same. a huge success. Did it I get the not. story right? Yeah, Sylvester Stallone was very... Well, yeah, the Sylvester Stallone was very poor. And he pitched this movie to a lot of studios. And he really is... I mean, it's his baby. It's the He's... The, it's not like he was just some actor they got cast in the role. I mean, this thing was his. Um, and it, the success that it's turned into. You know, the thing that's funny is is people, I think, think that Sylvester Stallone is stupid because of the way he talks. And he he sounds very, uh, uh, you know. And, uh, and so people, I think, but he's very smart. And the way that he made his success is is very American. And it's very, he came from nothing and he had a dream and he did it. Um, very much like Rocky. So, um, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much. It's very inspiring. I, yeah, yeah. So. I didn't I know mean, he wrote he, the script. Yeah, yeah. It really was his, his thing. So, so yeah, that's pretty much. And Rocky in itself is an inspiring story. I think that's yeah. why people gravitate to it. Yeah, for sure. Um, when I was a kid. I used to think that it was actually real boxing. I did too. I was like, I'm too. watching a documentary, and this is real boxing, and this is live. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, well, Christian, tell us about your experience. Like, tell us like the first, maybe the first time you watched um, it, or how you watched it. So, I I don't think I saw the first Rocky until way later, like probably even college. Uh, but the uh, Rocky two, II, three, and four like got played it on amc like all the time the fourth one was basically on loop yeah it was yeah. like every all the time every weekend you know there'd be rocky playing at some point yeah. and so like i remember my dad my dad used to watch amc a lot um which got me into it kind of um and uh I remember him watching that and I got like, I think it might have, it was either the fight between Apollo or the fight. I think it was either two or four. Can't mm -hmm. remember which one. Um, but I just remember being so sucked in yeah. and being like, there's no, like, <laughs> yeah. will he win? I, I, he's getting beat yeah, up. <laughs> I vividly remember my first experience with Rocky. It was Rocky four, which really was the introduction to Rocky for me. I didn't see the first one. I probably probably you're right until college. And so I remember the scene where it's it is the montage and it's Rocky lifting a wagon with everybody in it and and Dolph Lundgren in this high tech Russian facility lifting something and then Rocky climbing up a mountain and then uh Dolph Lundgren's character climbing up an inclined treadmill and you know and and remembering being like dad is rocky gonna win i remember saying dad is rocky gonna win and he just looked at me and said he's ready <laughs> so so i was like well what's gonna happen so um i was so sucked into it and i think that's what's so that is what's so great about these movies is you feel now, I mean, Kendra made a comment last podcast when we were talking about Creed. Well, you don't think they're gonna he's gonna win? He lost in the first movie, so it makes it to be like you don't know. You really don't know if he's gonna win, uh, which is so great. It really puts you on the, you know, is he gonna do it? Well, this other guy, he's he's juicing and he's a Russian and he's, you know, so uh, it it's great. So, yeah. Kinder, what's your first experience with this? I mean, I've always, like, known what it is. Like, I, <laughs> I've known that, you know, you and Dad, you really like the series. And, of course, I've seen this, I mean, the montage, I assume from the first one, where he goes up the stairs and 
yeah i mean i've seen that mon it's that montage is just such a part of our of the zeitgeist of the culture uh so i've seen like bits and pieces but yeah rocky balboa is the only one i've seen all the way through and i honestly Mm. don't even remember what happens so um yeah just never sat down and watched that not opposed to watching them but uh, right right just never have done it well i i'll just go ahead and give you the my order because that's what i want to do even though this isn't mine uh, without without including the Creed movies, which Christian, we uh, I mean you can talk about at the end, but I would probably four, one, two, three, five. No, I'm sorry. Two Balboa, three, five. Uh, okay, say that whole order again. Four, one, two, Balboa, three. Five. Interesting. Well, I haven't seen uh, Balboa, so I'll just rank the five movies. Um, my favorite is four, and then two, and then uh, one, and then three, and then five. Oh, so you just have one and two switched, right? One, yeah. One, I mean, obviously, Rocky is the, it is the, uh, you know, there's the cliche of running up the stairs. There's, you know, all that, all the stuff. But it's not, I'd say it's the most rewatchable one. Or it is. It's not. It's very slow. For about the first bit of it, it's just about him and Adrian. And him, you know, yo training. Adrian? And, yo, Adrian. <laughs> so it's just like them trying to do that but once i mean the fight obviously is great you know the best line in in it is when the the uh uh, apollo's trainer says this guy doesn't think it's a so the whole premise is this boxer is trying to promote uh himself and so he decides to throw like uh an exhibition fight to just kind of get a promotion out there and so he picks well this guy's the local hero I'll fight him, thinking it's just a show, you know. But Rocky takes it, obviously Rocky takes it seriously, and it turns into a great fight. But his trainer says, this guy doesn't think it's a show, he thinks it's a fight or whatever. And uh, that that line is so good. The whole movie, I mean, the thing about Rocky is so dang motivating. It's like you want to go lift a tree after it. <laughs> So can you go through since I haven't seen who are the who are his opponents in each of the movies? Okay, so the first two are Apollo Creed. So, so both, the first oh, one the first two are Apollo yeah. Creed. Okay. So literally two at the end of the first one, they both get taken to the hospital. Um and so literally two takes it off right from that. So the first two are both Apollo. The third one uh is Mr. T. He fights uh I believe in the, this is the one I've seen the least. I believe in the beginning, he fights. Uh, what's his name? Uh, that's Stone Cold. Uh, oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, had the handlebar blonde hair, had yeah, the handlebar yeah, mustache. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, and I think he beats him or something. And then Mr. T is like, "I'm gonna fight you, fool!" And they fight. Uh, the fourth one is Dolph Lundgren, uh, which is um, oh my word! I just said his his character's name. Uh, Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. Yes, the Russian Ivan Drago. So Ivan Drago. Um, the fourth one is just so good because of it just being like America versus Russia and Russia yes. and like the yes. American spirit. Yeah, like mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. It's like all about me. like I I would wouldn't think like people that are not American would enjoy that movie. Yeah. And it didn't get very it's, good Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I I am now against critics Rotten ratings forever cuz the critics rating is 40 and the audience is 79. It shows what the audience feels is definitely not always what It the is so feel. it is so good. Anyway, so he fights Ivan Drago and then the fifth, the reason that the fifth one 
is not that good is because it's not about Rocky fighting. He trains this guy, and and the guy ends up just becoming a real a real doucher, and he's got a he has to they're like fight in the streets or something. It's like not. Yeah, he trains but... this guy instead of training his son, and his son takes it all personally, and it's just not. Uh, it's not a Rocky movie. I to be fair, I haven't seen all of it. I've seen the ending. I've, I've seen, seen some parts it. in the middle, and that was pretty much that. It's pretty much more drama stuff about his family and how his yeah. son doesn't. What you know, his son has a bunch of identity issues and. Yeah, things of that nature. Um, and and Rocky Balboa is he is old, and there came out with this computer thing that had him fighting this great box. It'd be like if he came out of retirement to fight like Floyd Mayweather or something. So this computer thing came out and it said like Rocky, uh, like we've played it through a, a something amount of matches and Rocky would win a majority of them. So he like decides to come out of retirement to fight this guy, this young guy. Um, and that's that. And that's what that one's about. So it's got your boy in it though. Kendra, I don't even know how to say his name. Milo. Oh, uh, Vin- Ventimiglia. Milo. Yeah. Milo. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think I've just seen the fourth and first one so much, you know, that they're just, uh, they're really just, everything else is kind of hazy beyond that. Yeah, you know? for me, it's the the fourth and the second. Those two, I, I've watched a ton. And then the third one, all I really remember is Mr. TV being like, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to yeah, kill him. I remember that too, <laughs> Like he yeah. said that like a thousand times in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I love I for some reason I think one of the parts that sticks out to me in the fourth one is when Adrian is trying to convince Rocky not to fight the Russian. So spoiler, Kendra, do you care if I spoil things? I don't know. Okay, so in the beginning of the fourth one, Apollo fights Dolph Lundgren's character, and Dolph Lundgren kills Apollo in the ring. Okay, I knew so that's that the whole... because that's okay, the premise so... of Creed Two, right? Of both, yes. Well, of yeah, both Creeds, of... really. No, of Creed Two, he fights Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, son. I know, but his father died in the ring, so it kind of is like. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yes, yeah. but the that setting is up like... of Creed. Okay, so they, so then Rocky takes it. So Rocky decides to fight him, and um, I, for some reason, I just remember the scene where Adrian's like. They say you can't do it. Don't do it. And he obviously does it. But, I mean, that one is just so... I think you're right. It's Dolph Lundgren, to me, at that time, was uh, just fascinating. Because he didn't say anything. And he was... He looked huge. I mean, the way that they did it, Rocky looked so tiny... And Dolph didn't say anything other than "I must break you" or whatever, you know. And uh, and so like everything about that movie was just so like uh, this guy is crazy. He's a machine, you know. Um, but the thing about the Rocky movies that are so great is it really does suck you in to make you think like you could probably show this to somebody who has no like if you showed this to somebody who has like no clue as to what is happening in the world and say like, Hey, this is a real thing. Uh, this is just a documentary. I, you could convince somebody of it. You know what I mean? Like it's so, this could be a true story. I mean, he's like based in Philly. I mean, everything in it is just so grounded in the world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that it's hard to kind of separate it from things that actually happened. So, Greatest boxing movies of all time, for sure. I don't know that there would be anything close to it. I mean, Creed's obviously good, which isn't the same yeah, thing. Creed so two. I would just lump Creed that two in. Creed kind of captured some of that magic. Yeah, I would just lump it in. But, you know, it really... Well, it is, it's lumped into the series. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's the same thing. Stallone's in it. And yeah. who knows, maybe he wrote it. I don't even know who wrote it. 
to be honest. So, anyway, Christian, uh, do you have anything? Favorite scenes? Favorite act? Favorite um, enemies? I mean, Ivan Drago is the favorite enemy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My my favorite other fighter is Apollo Creed um, for many reasons. But uh, yeah, I like the friendship that forms between him and Rocky after and the competitive like spirit between them still. Um, but the the entire like, you know, it's an exhibition match when Apollo fights this guy. And he's like, kind of like, you know, getting older and like, not in his like prime anymore. Uh, when he fights him, and uh, I don't know, so many things. I feel like your emotions run hot the entire time for like, for Rocky Four because I mean, him Apollo getting killed in the ring like really just like makes it like personal. To a certain extent, and I guess if you've like followed the movies, it's like that guy destroy that guy, please, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, and then the and then also the whole like national stuff on top of that, you know, it makes it uh, kind of suck you in more. But um, yeah, I Ivan Drago definitely my favorite, and they did such a good job of like keeping that like bitterness alive between those characters in the uh in Creed. Like yeah, I, I know you haven't seen, seen it, it yeah. but it it was like such a good job of like a continuation of Ivan's story kind of. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh so I would say that that is um definitely my favorite uh, these are definitely like my favorite boxing series. Yeah. There's only sure. I think a couple other movies that I can think of that yeah. even like stand near these. Yeah. Uh, Kendrick, do you do you remember in Zoolander when they're doing the dance off and and you uh, mean the walk off? The walk off and Owen Wilson, <laughs> Owen Wilson's character, he's like, "You gotta cut me! You gotta cut me!" Because yeah. his hairs uh, yeah. over his eye, and they cut him, and he's like, "Ah, ah, yeah. ah!" As he's cutting his hair. I I had not seen Rocky at the time. So then when I didn't understand what was so funny about that, and then when I had seen Rocky and that scene's happening, he they punch his eye so much that he's got to they have to cut his eyelid so he can see. Yeah. And I laughed so hard at that scene when I shouldn't have, but it was so funny cuz all I could think was of uh Owen Wilson screaming when they were cutting his hair. <laughs> yeah, I think later in life I realized, oh, this is a boxing reference. But yeah, uh, yeah, I yeah. had no idea. I remember, I think I remember watching that movie and mom laughing, and I was like, I don't get what's so funny. And then I saw Rocky, and I died. It was so funny. A all right, for ants. All right, Christian, are we? Uh, what is this? A center for ants? <laughs> Um, are you ready to grade it out? Or I am is there ready. Anything? I am ready to grade All right. it out. All right. Well, this is your baby. All right. I'm giving this 10 uh, boxing gloves. 10, 10 Adrians. 10 Adrians. Uh, yo, Adrian. Um, I, I will also give this 10. I, I have nothing but warm and fuzzy feelings for this i feel so. like i should have gone first because mine is going to be lower because i i have just like no connection to it i'll give it a six because i respect that it is a good series but i just have like nothing for it so it's got to be lower mm. sorry it's okay sorry I about it. it you know I'm glad that you at least respect the art of it and give it a six, unlike some people who just give things like 1.5s <laughs> when they don't have any attachment to it. So That's right. <laughs> All right, Kendra, what is our, our final extra bit? credit for this week is the Emmy nominations came out this week. Um, 
and I love all award shows, and we're putting it at the end because we tend to, it tends to take some time to read through them and talk about them. Uh, but some some big news or that's been all over Facebook that you've probably seen is that several Game of Thrones people were not submitted by HBO for the Emmys, so they submitted themselves and they got nominated. I saw that. What's her name? Gwendolyn Christie, who yes. played uh, Brienne of Tarth, did. Um, Alfie Allen, who played Theon, submitted his own name. Uh, and I don't know her name, but she played Melisandre, uh, submitted her own name as well. Uh, and I believe they all got nominated, so good for them. But yeah, everyone's talking about Gwendolyn Christie because she is kicking butt and taking names. All right, so the Emmys nominations this year. Outstanding Drama Series, Better Call Saul, Bodyguard, Game of Thrones, Killing Eve, Ozark, Pose, Succession, and This Is Us. If This Is Us wins, I will burn it to the ground. It won't be This Is Us. I feel like Game of Thrones is going to... I mean, they got like 32 nominations. I feel like... They're nominated in many of the categories. So I feel like it's going to be a Game of Thrones sweep. I watched the first two seasons of Better Call Saul and I really enjoyed it. But I just forgot everything about it. So I need to just wait until it's over. But Bob Odenkirk is is a very underrated actor. Um, I didn't even realize it was still going. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I like uh, Ozark and um bodyguard because my boy but uh yeah that's all i have to say about it all right outstanding comedy series barry fleabag russian doll schitt's creek uh, the good place the marvelous mrs mazel and veep uh i've only seen one of those shows i think yeah so um I'm no comment so, i'm so behind on marvelous mrs mazel um veep i think i mean it was the finale there's no more um i think that's a big contender uh yeah the good place is is very very funny i haven't seen all of it but and barry people love barry eric's been watching that so um, yeah i've heard good things about it i like Shit's creek but i don't think it will win yeah i need I to watch russian doll russian doll has been on my list outstanding limited series Chernobyl, Escape at Dan Moria, Dan Danamora, um, Foss slash Verdon, Sharp Objects, and When They See Us. I've seen Chernobyl and Sharp Objects. Yeah, I haven't seen any. I've seen any of them. When They See Us has been getting a lot of good reviews, but I mean Chernobyl, also very good. Sharp Objects. Very, very good. So that that's a tough category. Outstanding drama actor. Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. Kit Harrington, Game of Thrones. Jason Bateman, Ozark. Sterling K. Brown, This Is Us. Milo Ventimiglia, This Is Us. Billy Porter for Pose. Um, I hope Jason Bateman gets it. I like Jason Bateman. I, what was, who's his second name? Kit Harrington. Uh, I swear if Kit Harrington wins, <laughs> I'd I will be burn it sh- down. I'd be really shocked if Kit Harrington won. Kit, He's I just, not the best oh, one in that I category. Just don't, I, I just don't know. I I really do like Bob Odenkirk, um, and I like Jason Bateman. Everybody, I wish there was I don't more know. Game of Thrones people in the drama section there. Kit Harrington is just not... I would say Kit Harrington is not the top actor in Game of Thrones. Yeah. No, definitely not. For sure. Not. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not. Okay, outstanding drama actress. Amelia Clark, Game of Thrones. Robin Wright, House of Cards. Viola Davis, How to Get Away with Murder, which I didn't I didn't even know that was still going on. Sandra O, oh, Killing Eve. Jody Comer, Killing Eve. Mandy Moore, This Is Us. Laura Linney, Ozark. I need Give to watch me Killing Mrs. Eve. Adams. I Give need- me Mrs. Adams, baby. Give me, Laura Lenny. Give me Laura Lenny. I need to watch Killing Or Eve. Amelia Clark. I think I would like Killing Eve. I love, as somebody who watched House of Cards through the whole thing, I loved Robin Wright throughout it, but 
that last season was so bad that I I spit. That's on the that. thing about Game of Thrones this year, though, too. Yeah, I know, but it's like it was a weak season. That's why give me Laura Linney. A week to finish. So does that change? You know, nominations for the year. Well, I it? I think Amelia Clark. If she won, I think it would be deserved. So yeah. Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series, Jonathan Banks, Better Call Saul, Giancarlo Esposito, Better Call Saul, Alfie Allen, Game of Thrones, Nicolaj Coaster-Waldau, who is Jamie. Jamie Lannister. Game of Thrones. Peter Dinklage, Game of Thrones, Michael Kelly, House of Cards, Chris Sullivan, This Is Us. I feel like Peter Dinklage could have been in the... Main. lead actor category yeah can you tell me who alfie allen is alfie allen alfie is allen neon is neon great joy he submitted his oh, own oh, oh oh okay cool um i will say this michael kelly is by far the best actor in that show of house of cards so i love i love michael kelly i think he's great i hope peter so. dinklage gets it i but yeah, yeah I, like I think dinklage. that's who i would want to get it so. Though Alfie Allen, I mean, did he's very good in that role as Theon. So, um, yeah. outstanding supporting actress in a drama: Lena Headey, Game of Thrones; Gwendolyn Christie, Game of Thrones; Sophie Turner, Game of Thrones; Maisie Williams, Game of Thrones; Fiona Shaw, Killing Eve, and Julia Garner in Ozark. Again, I feel like Maisie. Well, I I don't know. It's it's. I wonder how they decide what is honestly like both their characters. <laughs> yeah, I really like, hate uh, Julia Garner's character in Ozark. So if is that the daughter? I don't. Know. I don't know. I'm looking it up. I think it, if it is, I really hate her character, which makes me think she should get it because she did a really good job. Oh no! It's, oh uh, oh, she should get it. I love her. Oh, the uh, what's her name? Now that we're here, I can't think Ruth. of Ruth. Ruth Langmore. I love Ruth Langmore. She's a she's a sweet soul. Once you get past her feistiness, yeah, that's my vote. But I do. I mean, I'm playing the long game of trying to break up Sophie Turner and that stupid Jonas brother guy so I can marry her. So <laughs> well, good luck with that. Yeah, I know they um, seem to be really in love, and it I'm gonna sucks. skip a couple categories here. Outstanding directing for a drama series. Uh, Game of Thrones, The Last of the Starks, Game of Thrones, The Long Night, Game of Thrones, The Iron Throne, Killing Eve, Desperate Times, Ozark, Reparations, Succession, Celebration, and The Handmaid's Tale, Holly. I don't think any Game of Thrones should win that. Well, we'll see. Outstanding comedy actor, Bill Hader in Barry, Don Cheadle, Black Monday, uh, Anthony Anderson in Blackish, Eugene Levy, Schitt's Creek, Ted Danson, The Good Place, Michael Douglas, The Kaminsky Method. I keep hearing about that show, but I've never, I don't even know where you watch it. I haven't seen it anywhere. The Kaminsky Method? Kaminsky. The Kaminsky <laughs> I think Bill Hader deserves it. Ted Danson's very good in The Good Place, but. Bill Hader is really good in Barry. Outstanding comedy actress, Christina Applegate in Dead to Me. Phoebe Waller-Bridge in Fleabag. Catherine O'Hara, Schitt's Creek. Natasha Lyonne, Russian Doll. Rachel Brosnahan, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And Julia Louis-Dreyfus in Veep. I would give it to Julia Louis-Dreyfus, personally. Rachel Brosnahan won it last year, uh, but I'd give it to Julia. Uh, supporting actor in a comedy, Henry Winkler in Barry, Anthony Kerrigan in Barry, Stephen Root in Barry, Tony Hale in Veep, Tony Shalhoub, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Alan Arkin in The Kaminsky Method. Tony Hale is so good in Veep. He is the one, uh, who's also in, uh, Arrested Development. He's the, oh. the son that, you know... Yeah, the, the, like, the... The mama's boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's so good in Veep. Uh, outstanding supporting uh, actress, Sarah Goldberg, Barry, uh, oh, I don't know how you say this name, S-I-A-N, Cyan? 
Clifford in Fleabag, Olivia Coleman in Fleabag, Betty Gilpin in Glow, Marin Hinkle, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Kate McKinnon for Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live, Alex Borstein, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Anna Chlumsky, Chlumsky in Veep. Uh, and then we have guest actor. Um, do you want to hear directing for a comedy series? Uh, sure. All right. Barry, the the audition. Barry, Ronnie slash Lily. Fleabag, episode one. The Big Bang Theory, Stockholm Syndrome. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, All Alone. And Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, We're Going to the Catskills. Dang, um, I am... And then there's limited series. Um, I won't read them all, but Mahershala Ali is... Uh, up for True Detective, um, Jared Harris oh. for Chernobyl, um, <coughs> Amy Adams for Sharp Objects, several from When They See Us, Stellan Skarsgård for Chernobyl, a lot for When They See Us, uh, let's see, John Leguizamo, Michael K. Williams, uh, Asante Black for When They See Us, um, Emily Watson for Chernobyl, Patricia Clarkson for Sharp Objects, She's so good in that. I mean, they're all good in Sharp Objects, but Patricia Clarkson is really good. Um, Yeah, and it goes on from there. So if you want to see the full list, it's online. I'm reading on thevulture.com right now. Um, but there, there's a lot out there. But um, I feel like I've seen a lot this year. Um, so that's, I, I like when I, uh, when I feel like I've seen <laughs> the stuff that's been nominated. I'll, I'll read this one. Yep. Outstanding Variety Sketch Series, Documentary Now, Drunk History, uh, I Love You America with Sarah Silverman, Saturday Night Live, Who is America, and At Home with, uh, Amy Sed- Sedaris. Uh, I would love it if Documentary Now won. It'd be great. Uh, give it to Drunk History. Yeah, I know you like drunk history. It's funny. Um, so the Emmys are September twenty second, so you have some time to watch this stuff if you haven't seen this stuff yet. Uh, if you if you can handle dark stuff, I highly recommend Sharp Objects and Chernobyl. Um, if you like funny stuff, The Good Place is hilarious. Um, and uh, uh there was another one. Veep. Veep is so funny. Veep is an assault on your ears, but it's it's very funny, so highly recommend. All right, anything else? Well, sign me up. <laughs> uh no, I think we're I think we're good. I have a quote if Christian doesn't. Do right. you have a quote Christian? Um If I can change and you can change, everybody can change. That's my quote. <laughs> That was so good. I don't even want to read my quote. I'm just kidding. So this is the quote that I said earlier. He so it's Apollo's trainer. He says he doesn't he doesn't know it's a damn show. He thinks it's a damn fight. It's my favorite line in that whole movie. So good. Kinder, you can beep it or cut it or whatever. I don't care. Best line in the whole movie. Why am I beeping it? Because I said Damn, Kendra. <laughs> oh, I missed it. Oh. Oh, we only I beep out so F words here. I, I laughed so hard when I heard the Everything short of the F word we play. <laughs> F word is where we draw the line, kids. Oh. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Everybody. Goodbye.